0: Hello and welcome to this week's Read Together podcast, a collaborative effort between the lay and clergy of the Holston and North Alabama Conferences of the United Methodist Church. My name is Jason Gaddis. I am an ordained elder in the Holston Annual Conference, currently serving as the District Superintendent of the Smoky Mountain District. This being the week we move into Lent, we look at the Transfiguration of Christ— A moment of intense intimacy between Jesus and his most beloved disciples. Hear these words from the Gospel according to Matthew, the 17th chapter, verses 1 through 9. Six days later, Jesus took Peter and the two brothers, James and John, and led them up a high mountain to be alone. As the men watched, Jesus' appearance was transformed so that his face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared and began talking with Jesus. Peter exclaimed, Lord, it's wonderful for us to be here. If you want, I'll make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But even as he spoke, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And a voice from the cloud said, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. Listen to him. The disciples were terrified and fell face down on the ground. Then Jesus came over and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. And when they looked up, Moses and Elijah were gone, and they saw only Jesus. As they went back down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Have you ever wondered about this passage? Why did it happen? Why is it presented here? Why is it so important? If you ask most Christians about the transfiguration, not many of them could tell you about it. It's just one of those theological terms, someone might say. Don't worry about it. It has little to do with your salvation. Some might remember this Bible story. Jesus went up on a mountain one day. Some of his disciples went with him, and he changed right before their eyes. His clothes became dazzling white, and God said to them, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. If you asked why that happened or what it was all about, many would not know. Some might say that it happened to prove that Jesus was divine. Others might say that it has some connection to the law and the prophets, since Moses and Elijah were also seen there with him. But not many would be able to explain it, and not many would know why it is important. There are six events in Jesus' life that we celebrate every year. We celebrate his birth, his baptism, his death, His resurrection, his ascension, and his transfiguration. Now, we know a lot about five of them. But what about this sixth event? What is so important about Jesus' transfiguration? Well, some Bible scholars think that the transfiguration happened for Jesus. It was something that God did for his Son. Immediately following the transfiguration, Jesus began his long and tragic journey to Jerusalem. He was to suffer death on a cross there. And these scholars say that God gave him the transfiguration in order to encourage him in what he had to do. I don't happen to agree with those scholars. I think that the transfiguration was for the sake of the disciples and for ours as well. You see, the disciples never really understood what was going on. They kept getting everything mixed up. God knew that the cross, with Christ's suffering and death, would be beyond their comprehension. They'd given their lives and their livelihood for Jesus and his ministry, and watching him die on the cross was just going to be more than they could handle. So God let them see Jesus' transfiguration in order to help them. So the transfiguration is for them and for us. Its meaning lies in the fifth verse. This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Listen to him. Now, God had already said pretty much the same thing at his baptism. When the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus, you might remember that God said, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that if We have God's Son with us, and if God is pleased with Him, then perhaps we should pay attention to Him. You would think that in this case, the disciples might have understood from the beginning, but they once again missed the boat. So God had to become a little more explicit. Listen to Him. Listen to Him, God says. And I'll have to admit that I feel a little better about my inability to listen, knowing the disciples struggled to. It goes to show that each one has his or her own agenda going on. And because each had plans of his or her own, they had difficulty listening to Jesus. Eventually, though, they catch on, and they go on to begin the work that brings us to today. It truly is a matter of putting aside for a while our own thoughts and concerns and considering the thoughts and the concerns of others. The great theologian Henry Nouwen says that one of the major movements in the spiritual life is the movement from hostility to hospitality. He says that through this process, a change takes place in the way that we see other people. When they come to talk with us or visit with us, we no longer see them as a threat to ourselves, bothering us and wasting our time, but rather as a visitor sent from God's bearing gifts for our well-being. and suggests that we be very cautious about over-planning our days and about overfilling our minds with useless trivia. He says, make room in your daily life to spend time with the people God sends to you. He goes on to say that leave open spaces in your thoughts and reflections to receive the thoughts and reflections they bring to you. Like the angels who visited Abraham, they will bring you wonderful gifts from God that will transform your being. And so, if it is important to listen to other people, how much more important is it to truly listen to God? Often, like the disciples, we listen to Jesus, but we don't hear him. Our own agendas, the daily struggles of our own existence, they're all too loud. We're too busy with things, with getting the kids off to school or worrying about the office. We're too concerned about tomorrow's outing with friends or the party to celebrate grandmother's birthday. We find ourselves too busy getting ready for the civic meeting, or preparing the letters that need to go out for our favorite cause. Few of us have learned the delicate art of saying no to all the good things that we find in this world so that we can say yes to the wonderful things of God. And because we have trouble saying no and establishing priorities within our lives, We find that our minds and our spirits are cluttered with noise and business and agendas, even those which are not our own. And though we try, the still, small voice of God is drowned out by the noise in our heads. As we move into this spiritual season, we need to listen. We who worry about tomorrow and the next day, and the year to come. We who continue to worry about yesterday, its unresolved guilt and frustration, so that we have no present day to find joy in life, we need desperately to listen very carefully to Him. For He says most clearly to us, live in the present, find joy in the present moment. Put away the anger of yesterday and seek God, for the forgiveness of the sins you have committed, make restitution with those you have wronged, and give over the worries of tomorrow to tomorrow. Let the living of this one day be sufficient for your attentions. And he took his disciples up a high mountain, and there he transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, And there appeared with him Moses and Elijah. And those disciples heard God speaking to them This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. He did it for us that we might listen, that we might hear, that we might obey, and that we might find life. Let us pray. Transfigure us, O Lord. Today, shine your reflection upon us. May we be your light, mirrored, moving throughout the earth. Amen.